Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Mercedes-Benz fully electric EQS sedan, 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS. Nine years in the NFL, seven playoff appearances in eight seasons with Green Bay. James Jones, the Super Bowl champ, former Packer wide receiver. I was saying at the top of the hour, like there are, you don't have to be married. You can have a great weekend with somebody. It's not long term. Yeah. You can have a great game in the NFL. It doesn't necessarily Ooh. mean anything. What did you it. take? I mean, Chicago looked all world. Yeah. What do I take from it? Man, you take from the last two games, they have really said, you know what, Justin Field? We done pushing you in the stroller. All right. It's time for you to get out and walk, you know, and sometimes you're going to have to run. And they are opening up the playbook. You look at the last two games. I mean, the young fella has eight touchdown passes, one pick, 600 plus passing yards in the last two games, strictly because Coach Luke Getzia said, you know what? We done handing it off, giving you these little runs, making you only have one or two options. You know what? We are just going to run the offense and you are going to be Justin Fields and let it go. And the last two games, man, he has looked like a franchise quarterback man I'm proud of the kid because I root for the kid but even last night when you watch some of these plays for Justin Fields that he threw some of those in the past and early in the season are interceptions the ball placement just putting it on the outside shoulder on some of these hitch routes and you see the DB coming down breaking on the football inside with a chance to pick it or bat it down but where he's throwing the football last night was strictly I mean, really good quarterback play, really good arm talent, putting the ball where it needs to be. And he missed a couple, but he put the ball plenty of times, just like that one right there, on the money where it had to be. Yeah. Um, so you are one of the few on the Dallas side. Yes. Uh, you know Mike McCarthy. You yeah. had him as a coach. 
before in big games, mm-hmm. you had Mike in big games. Yeah. Does does big game Mike is he like is that normal Mike or does it feel different in practice for a and this is a circle game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Coach Mike does his best to to keep it the same, but he'll definitely give you little nuggets to let you know this one here different. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this one here is just a little different. I, I mean, even just certain stuff like, hey man, you get this one done, we off till Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Just just little stuff like that. And he'll to tell where, you before the game. Before the game, in, in practice. Like, yeah, we, we about to practice Monday. Hey, we get this one done. No practice until Wednesday. So just little stuff like that to where you're looking around, okay, this one here a little different. This one mean a little bit more. You know, so little things like that Coach Mike could do to kind of get you motivated and ready to go play this football game. But we all know, I mean, the last two times in the playoffs, the Cowboys have ended your football. I mean, the Niners have ended your football season. So you better believe this one means a little bit more to Mike, to Dak, to all these Cowboys. Yeah, the, 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 the thing I'm concerned about with Dallas, because I think it's a really con- 24-20 game, yeah. is um, San Francisco's tremendous in the red zone. Mm-hmm. They get touchdowns. Yeah. Dallas struggled a little in the red zone. Mm-hmm. They get field goals. Yeah. And, I, and I, think two, I think they're both going to move the football. Uh-huh. I don't think the Niners' defense has been quite as dominant in the red zone. Yeah. So I think both teams will move the football. Should I be worried with the red zone stuff – were you ever on a team, and you had Hall of Fame quarterbacks, yeah. that started the year not good in the red yeah. zone or situational and became good in it? Yeah, the, the red zone is hard. We, we struggled in the red zone plenty with Aaron Rodgers. Really? You know, the, the, the red zone is hard. Why? And strictly because it's, it's condensed. You know, it's moving a whole lot faster. Half the playbook you know, doesn't work. If you're throwing the football, you know, your quarterback has to put these the football in really, really tight situations. You have to make really, really tough catches. You know, it's not like you're just going to be wide open in the red zone. That's, that, that's not going to happen. It may happen one out of ten times. Other than that, these are contested catches. These are tough catches. These are tough throws. they got to be put in certain spots. It's tough. So, for me, field goals ain't going to win the game. So, if I'm the Cowboys, mindset-wise for the Cowboys, when I get in the red zone, i got to be thinking four down four-down mindset. That, that, that's me because I know that Brock, Brock Purdy and the Niners, when they get down here, they score, right? And yes, I believe in our defense. I believe we'll stop them and all that. But at the end of the day, when we get down there and we move the football on the, on the 49ers, we have to be in four-down mindset. If you win, if you win fourth and goal from the three or the five, I think that needs to be four-down mindset for the Niners, I mean, for the Cowboys, knowing that we got to get touchdowns to win this football game. What do you make about Brock Purdy? When, when you, like, you played with Favre, mm-hmm. legend, Aaron Rodgers, first-round pick, most great quarterbacks in league history, Lamar, first-round, Herbert, first-round, Mahomes, Josh Allen. There's some second-round guys, yeah. Drew Brees. We, not a lot of last-guy pick <laughs> yeah. star quarterback. There's yeah. a couple. Kurt Warner no was not undrafted. What do you make when you watch him? What do you see? You know, obviously I don't see the Patty Mahomes or the Aaron Rodgers or, you know, the guys like that just with the, with the talent and all that, the arm talent and all that, all that stuff. But when I, rock, when I watch Brock Purdy, I'm sitting here watching the TV like, okay, I'm waiting for the young fella to kind of have one of them games. I'm waiting on him to throw a couple picks. I'm waiting for right. him to have some they fumbles. They all do. Or, you know, yeah, I'm waiting on that. And it hasn't happened. And when I watch him play, I kind of get the feel of like I was playing with Aaron Rodgers. And what I mean by that is every time Aaron stepped in the huddle, I don't care if he threw five interceptions in one game, I knew he was going to make the right play. I had, I had confidence in Aaron Rodgers. Like, he ain't finna make a mistake. We might make him. <laughs> but this dude's so special, he's not going to make those mistakes. And that's kind of how I feel about Brock Purdy. Like, you cannot deny it. The young fella goes out there and he does not make those mistakes. And it's not flashy and it's not sidearm Patrick Mahomes throws, but he wins and he does not make those mistakes. And I promise you, every time Brock Purdy and the Niners had a ball, I'm like, Brock going to go down here and score. 
because he's shown us that, and he showed us that he ain't going to make those mistakes. And you're talking about a dude that was the last pick in the draft. That's specials, man. Kudos to Brock. So Miami gets humiliated. Pittsburgh gets humiliated. New England gets humiliated. Yeah. So what is practice like? You just got throttled. Mm-hmm. Now, Miami was competitive for a yeah. while. Uh, New England wasn't. Pittsburgh wasn't. When you get throttled the following week of practice, and yeah. you probably didn't get throttled a lot. Go, yeah. go back to a time you got blown out with Green Bay. Yeah. What was, what was practice like? Well, see, it was different with Green Bay because, number one, we're not used to getting blown out. Number two, we used to being in every football game, right? So when you get blown out and you have a good football team, you know, practice is a little different, okay? We got humbled, you know. It's time, it's time to get back to the drawing board. But as for the Patriots and, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, like, to be honest with you, they're not playing good football. So, yes, you expect to take the field to win and all that type of stuff, but they're not really playing football at a high level. You're not going to put them at the top teams in the National Football League. So, you know, that, that's a little different at practice. When I was with the Raiders and we started 0-10 and, and we got blown out in a couple games, you know, it was kind of like, okay, you know, let's, let, let's get back to the drawing board. With Green Bay, it was kind of like – the whole world dropped from underneath you. Like, Dana, are we the worst team in football? Intensity and practice and all that stuff goes up because you're not used to that, you know? So I don't necessarily know how it is for the Patriots and all that right now, but I know as for the Dolphins, you know, with Super Bowl aspirations and all that and getting blown out, you know, I know their practice is probably amped up. Like, we can't go out there and play like that. Okay, so the Packers have had extra week, extra time to mm-hmm. prepare because they lost to Detroit. Yeah. So it's that Thursday game. And then, so you get that. That's the good thing about a Thursday game. Following mm-hmm. week, so I don't know necessarily what you do in that week. Mm-hmm. Some coaches just give guys an extra day, but it's yeah. kind of early in the season to give too much time off, maybe. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. So, my takeaway is what you're seeing with Jordan Love, these are the mm-hmm. early things you're seeing, is not very good to start games. Mm-hmm. I surmise mm-hmm. he hasn't played much. So, it feels like he has to get into a game to feel the game. Yeah. He's just not, you know. You got 12 years into that. That's mm-hmm. why C.J. Stroud's so remarkable. But yeah. he played a lot of high school and college. He came in and played from college to pro. Yeah. Jordan's been sitting. Yeah. And it feels like he's a car that's not warmed up yet. Yeah. Um, are anything with Jordan Love as they face the Raiders Monday, anything you look at that you have said, that concerns me a little? Well, it's all about the protection. When Jordan Love is protected and he's standing up in that pocket, he is delivering this football and putting this ball wherever he needs to put the ball, and he's having big, explosive plays and really good football games. He's missing three of his best offensive linemen. You talk about Jenkins. You talked about Bakhtiari. Um, he's missing another one. Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. But he's missing three of his key offensive linemen. And when you watch that Detroit Lions game, that was the problem. I, I truly believe, and, and I think Coach LaFleur heard me because I said, Forget running this ball. Come out in this Detroit game. Let's drop back pass. Let's get him going early because we started low and it started slow in the New Orleans game. And he did that. And we were behind the sticks early in that ball game strictly because of sacks. So the main thing going into this Raiders game is when he is upright, when he is protected, he's delivering the ball and he's not turning it over. When he's not protected, um, just like any quarterback in the National Football League, there's problems. So, young quarterbacks, we thought it was a pretty average quarterback class. Mm-hmm. I thought Bryce Young was the best. He's got nothing to work with. So, I just have no strong opinion on it. Yeah. Anthony Richardson, wow. C.J. Stroud looks like a 12-year pro. You tell me. Now, and again, his comp was Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. That's a good comp. Yeah. He was Jared Goff, but better movement. Yeah. But, I mean, he looks like a Man. 12-year pro. Man. I mean, when I look at C.J. Stroud, um, I judge quarterbacks off of – 
how good can you make everybody else around you? He don't have a number one wide receiver. Got a bunch of twos and threes. He don't got a number one offensive line. Now they're all beat up. And when you watch him play and you watch him throw the football, he's making everybody around him better. Some of these throws that I see, I mean, the throw against Pittsburgh to where the, the running back missed the cut block and he got to the defensive end right in his face, the receiver's covered. I mean, they side by side <laughs> like this. And he lets the ball go in front of the DB right to the receiver, off his back foot, backpedaling. I mean, that's Patrick Mahomes, that's Josh Allen, that's Aaron Rodgers type stuff. He's cool and calm, you know, in the pocket, but – just throwing the ball with anticipation, throwing his receivers open, that is the quarterback game. And he's doing that so consistent. I mean, Houston Texans is in really good hands. I mean, this kid going to be a superstar uh, for the next 15 years in the league from what we're seeing right now. All right, J-Mac is very hopeful about Aaron Rodgers uh, attacking rehab. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been in rehab? Yeah, yeah, not season ending, though. Okay. But, yeah, I had it's, a couple surgeries. It, it's brutal, right? It is. Like, you're removed from the team. Yeah. You don't feel like you're part of the team. <laughs> yeah. You know, Aaron, I I theorize mm -hmm. that there's there's nothing wrong with saying you're going to play, but I do no. think it's a leadership moment where he's, he wants mm -hmm. the guys to be engaged. No doubt. Like, guys, I'm around the corner. Mm -hmm. Let's keep going for three or four. That's what yeah. it feels like to me, that Sala and Aaron are just like, we can't lose the room. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. You know, I had, a, I had an opportunity to talk to Aaron. I think it's a little bit of both. I think he's praying and hoping that this team can find some ways to string some wins together and get into the playoffs. And I truly believe, just talking to him, I've never seen him this motivated. I think his mindset is, if we make it to the playoffs, I'm going to see if I can hobble. <laughs> and come out there and throw this football. I think that's his mindset right now. Obviously, we don't know. You're going to have all these ups and downs in rehab. You can feel wonderful one day, and then the next day you're like, man, I ain't never going to play again. You're going to have them days in rehab. So, But right now, even just me talking to him, he's so motivated. He he wants to come back. Um, and I, I truly think he's praying that, hey, somehow Zach Wilson and these Jets could get it together and get them a playoff spot, and we'll see how I feel. Does he like New York, Jersey? Does he like it? Love it. He loves it. He loved, I mean, you've seen it. We've seen it all offseason, you know, how rejuvenated he is you know, and how much big he energy. loves it out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you liked playing in Green Bay, but it gets I, a little – I love playing in Green Bay, but I, I really enjoy my, enjoy my time in Oakland as well, you know. It's a city. It's a city. Where I'm from, too. Bay Area. So oh, that, you are. That, That's that was right. home, yeah. Good seeing you as always. Yes. James Jones, Super Bowl champ. Um He's on Speak Today after us on FS1. I've got a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Let's have some fun. My parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm going to take the Eagles minus four at the Rams. The crowd will be 60-40 Eagles anyway, a semi-home game. They're undefeated for a reason. I don't know how the Rams' offensive front matches up with the Eagles' defensive front. I'll take the Eagles minus four. I'll take the Jets plus two at Denver. The Broncos last week had some offensive success because they played the Bears. Step up in class, best defense they've faced. Zach Wilson righted the ship a little even though they lost. I'll take the Jets plus two. Cowboys plus three and a half of the Niners. I'll take Dallas. Listen, defensively, opposing quarterbacks have a 55 passer rating. Niners are better, especially in the red zone offensively, but the Cowboys have the better quarterback, offensive line special teams, and a little revenge, I'll take Dallas. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code H-E-R-D-HERD when you download the app.
21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. As always, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news! This is the Herdline News. Start with the Patriots and their putrid offense. 30th in scoring so far this season. Mac Jones getting a lot of blame. He turned the ball over three times last week in the blowout loss to the Cowboys. Here's Zeke Elliott talking about Mac in the offense. Yeah, I have no worries about Mac. You know, I know I know he's gonna get get it together. Uh but I mean he's he's very assertive. He's you know he's been he's been good this week. Do you feel like you guys are close to executing this offense the way that you guys want? Um, you know, I think I think at times we are. Um, I think at times we have been close. 
um, and other times we haven't. Uh, but, I mean, I think we just got to focus on just the fundamentals, and that's, number one, just taking care of the football. If we don't take care of the football, um, it's going it's to be tough. Well, they were humiliated, so you know they'll play a better game, but New Orleans is a good team. You know, I've told you, I picked New Orleans to win the division. It was the lesser of... I remember your Dennis Allen comments, and I, and I just kind of sidestepped. I was like, hey, listen, he's going to let the offensive guy The last week was shockingly bad. I mean, they can't move the football. Like, even against Carolina. Remember, it was like a Chris Olave catch down the sideline and bailed him out? It's like, what are we doing with Carr here? Can we unleash Carr a little bit? 13 passes behind the line of scrimmage last week? Well, I don't know. Very disappointing. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to just this is a stay I, away I, from me. I, I, I would say this. I do believe in the building they're having big boy discussions on what do we do with our first pick if you're New England. I think. Uh, it, I don't think they're talking draft. Come on. Well, and no, I'm way too early. You think so? I mean, for the Patriots, probably, yeah. Well, they, they don't draft well, so. Well, that, maybe, they probably, they maybe probably they show up. <laughs> all right, let's go to the Steelers. I, I don't get this at all, but Steelers QB Kenny Pickett. Remember he suffered that knee injury when they yeah. were getting crushed in Houston last week. It looked bad. Pickett told reporters he will be ready to go against the Ravens this weekend. Fans in Pittsburgh not going to be thrilled given how poor Pickett has played. I mean, why don't they trot out Maserati Mitch Trubisky at 100% over, over Kenny Pickett at like 50%? I don't, well, 60, I think 70? Kenny Pickett is better than Mitch Trubisky. Oh, wh- what evidence do we have of that? Well, last year at the end of the year, I thought he won some games. Okay, so that, I'll give you that. I, I'm, I'm not a huge Pickett guy. There's something there. He moves. You know, he, is he a low ceiling Mac Jones with better mobility? I think he's. I think there's. I think Mac's a better pure thrower. Kenny's a bigger, better athlete. There's something. I don't think Pittsburgh needs a great quarterback to win nine games because their defense is so good. Well, just, just, well, well, wait a minute. Wait, defense that good? I mean, C.J. Stroud hung a thirty burger on him. The San Francisco went for 30. It was like both games were over at halftime. I don't know if Pittsburgh's D's that good. I do have one number to bolster your uh, Blazing 5 pick. Mike Tomlin has lost 13 games by 20 or more points in his tenure. Okay. The week after, 11-2 and two straight up, 11-2 and two against the spread. Well, this, this division also provides close games. So it's just like taking dogs in these NFC North games... I just, it just seemed, they're all, I mean, Baltimore, Pittsburgh's always close. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little, that's a game I don't get. I, like, I don't think I there's. Sh- you, the, the move, the bet, like when you're sitting at the blackjack table and you know a certain number comes up, you have to hit, right? Or you stay. This is, you have to bet the Steelers. That's it. You cannot bet the Ravens. No, this, right? this is the wise guy. This is a sharp play. Yeah. As someone who went down on the Steelers, it's going to be tough for me to stomach that. Final story. Now, this is spicy, Colin. Um, the story is starting to emerge here in the last 30 minutes. So, Deion Sanders' son, Shadur Sanders, has been pretty dang good this season. Yes. You've hyped him as a first-round pick. I had him in the first round of my mock draft. However, in a story about quarterbacks, an anonymous Pac-12 coach said this about Shadur Sanders. I think they want to rack up stats for Shadur. He really holds on to the ball a long time. I think he takes sacks because he doesn't want to affect his completion percentage. Ooh, that is spicy. Man, they're coming after the Sanders family. When See, that's the thing. When you stick your head up and you start talking a lot, as Dion has done, people start coming after you. So now the anonymous quotes are looking to, to besmirch the name of Shador. We got the numbers. He's completing 74% of his passes. He's also taken the most sacks in college football. Tied well, that's with because their own line's not very so good. So throw the football away. 
He doesn't want to affect his completion percentage. That's the claim. I well, find it hard to believe, but... Yeah. When I watch Shadur Sanders, you know what I see? A franchise quarterback. You don't, don't see a guy taking too many sacks. I mean, let, by the way, there that was a knock a little bit on Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay is that, you know, Aaron, if he had a two-interception game, would shut it down, you know, or he would, he, he if he didn't like to play, he'd just throw it out of bounds. And as probably over the course of a season, there's probably some granular evidence. Maybe, maybe, I mean, all quarterbacks... You know, I mean, they they all have decisions they can make on every play. Has he probably is he probably taken a sack or two? I mean, how many quarterbacks do you know that say, "Hey, I I like taking sacks." I think his own line's bad. Well, you know, there's the line out there that sacks are a quarterback stat, not just an offensive line stat. Like the quarterback's got to make the decision, read the defense, and you know, people are going to say, "Oh, he's not reading defenses quick enough." Uh, I'll say, in defense of Shadur Sanders, I would much rather take a sack. Then take a make a risky dumb pass that's picked off and run back the other way. Yeah, I mean, even one of his best receivers is a, I think, a true freshman. I, I don't, I don't really buy it. I mean, let's let's say it's true. Doesn't make him less talented. I mean, look at his numbers; they're dominant. Well, it's, Let, it's let's say he does it, tw- it. Let's say he does it once or twice a game. So they've had four or five games. He's done it ten times this year. No, no, that no. That wouldn't change the. They're set. saying he's taking twenty-five sacks. So uh, let's say at, half. Okay. Let's say twelve of the sacks. Uh, very iffy. Is it going to change those numbers dramatically? I mean, he's completing 72% of his throws. Oh, he's down to 69.9. Like, he's accurate. But He throws a ball off any platform, left, right, standing, moving. He's accurate. Does it feel like this is just the beginning of people anonymously coming after Dion in the program? I'm just telling you, pretty soon you're going to hear stuff about illegal recruiting tactics. The people are just going to throw stuff at Dion because he's stuck his neck out so far with all these comments. Like, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of envy in every profession. 100%. Anybody at the top of any profession, politics, sports, uh, college programs, you, Coach Krzyzewski. I've had, I've seen so many people take shots at Coach K. He's the greatest college basketball coach, along with John Wooden ever. He's lonely at the top. You don't have a lot of backup. A lot of people coming after you. That's right. Which is where Dion seems to like to be. He likes, yeah, I, bring on the arrows. I want all the smoke. I, yeah, I kind of no, like it. We're talking Colorado football. That hasn't happened. Well, in my life. Ever. Except right. the Biennemi years. They were Derek Bieniemy. I voted for him. I had a Heisman vote one year. I voted Bieniemy the Heisman. Really? Yeah. Everybody voted Ty Detmer, but I'm like BYU had this offense where every quarterback was great. So I gave it to Bieniemy, and I thought it wasn't even close. He was great in big games, and he, he got voted like fourth. And I'm like, I'm not voting for this. Was that dude. the last time you talked about the Heisman Trophy on air? It was the last time I cared about <laughs> it. J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. So, uh, by the way, according to PFF, only eight of his 25 sacks, according to PFF, were Shadur Sanders' fault. Now, by the way, pro quarterbacks, Tom Brady had sacks that were his fault. So what you're saying is eight are on Shadur. Let's say half of those, he didn't want to screw with his completion percentage. Four? Won a game? I can't, I can't get worked up over that. This fall, you settle back into a busier routine. Your home may be sitting empty and vulnerable. Check out Simply Safe's 24-7 Live Guard protection. Help stop crime in real time. 20% off your new system at simplysafecolin.com. Jason's picks next. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. 
Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. NFL Week 5, our FS1 Fox Sports gambling analyst. It says it right here on the paper. You're a gambling analyst. I lean on you for your 
acumen, your insight. Okay. Uh, you had a bumpy week. Who cares? It you were, happens. You were very good early, a little bumpy. I was terrible early, a little better now. So Rare bad week. Happens. Yeah. It's not going to make anything out of it. No. Bums you out a little. No. My wallet, yeah. But <laughs> me personally, no. All right. Tomorrow's headlines today. This is an ugly one. Panthers and the Lions. Ugh. Corner Ugh. TV game. So this is the biggest Jared Goff has ever been favored with the Lions. Uh, I, I don't know what to do here. The headline will B, chicken fried Bryce. Lions walk and roll over Panthers. Yeah. Listen, I am a little nervous. Uh, this you was know, a game I thought about Detroit. Uh, Amara St. Brown not practicing yet this week. A little concerned. But Jamison Williams, back suspension reduced. Oh. He will return as a deep threat. Carolina secondary is beat up. Down two starters. Dante Jackson, a third, may not go. So I like Detroit here. Um, I just I don't know if Carolina can keep up. Detroit, as I think, scored 20 points in 13 straight games. Yeah. Carolina has no offense. And Detroit does play better at home. The defense, we know, gets a push. Also extra time. Extra time to prepare off the Thursday night beatdown of the Packers. Listen, man, I, I, we're at the point. Where did you have the Lions in the herd hierarchy? Like eight, nine? Yeah, and it, this game, I, I don't like, you know, me. I hate big, big favorites. Spreads, this was the one I looked at, um, and I thought, I, I think 10's fair. It, it, I, this is probably one I left out I shouldn't have. If I got burned this week, this yeah. is the one. The Jets one I really struggled not to put in, but I couldn't trust Zach Wilson. There's a lot of things lining up that tell you Detroit's going to blow them out. I just don't like predicting blowouts. They were favored big over Seattle, laid an egg, lost yeah. in overtime. I just, you know, the Lions were a top 10 team in the NFL, you know, hard stop. Like, nope. you can't argue that. They're good. I think they cover this week. Tomorrow's headlines today. Every wise guy's on this one. Texans in Atlanta. Jeez. Falcons, last two weeks, abysmal. Can't do anything. They've gotten slaughtered. The headline will be to be or not to be Jean. There is no question. <laughs> Falcons take down the Texans. Now, I know people are coming for me, Jason. You got went against the Texans against the Jags and lost. <laughs> and the Steelers and lost. This is a big show-me game for the Falcons at home. I'm not going to put up the silly stat that Desmond Ritter's never lost a home game in his life. <laughs> like, it's, it, I mean, it's a real thing. He has played better at home. The numbers show he's more confident at home. Well, and their run game, yeah, I that's think, where the story is. Yeah, Bijan Robinson and this run game. I expect Arthur Smith to call, dial up his best stuff. You can't lose this game. And I'll be honest, if Atlanta falls behind and they're looking bad, they may go to the bullpen, Taylor Heineke time, if Ritter doesn't show up. Ritter has... He's gotten the business in Atlanta. They don't like him right now. I think this is a good performance from them, and I think they bully Houston a little bit in the trenches. Houston fans don't want to hear that, Yeah, and they fall back to reality. No team has got more hype this week than the Houston Texans, right? Off the two wins. And the, the, I will say the Sharps, the wise guys, love your side. They love yeah. Atlanta this This was week. pushed down to pick them, and now it's back up to like two, two and a half, I think. Yeah. Tomorrow's headlines today, Titans-Colts. I'm interested because I went with a team the Sharps don't like. I like the yeah. Colts in this one. Well, we're in, when we're in lockstep, it's really good. I think we're like on like 87-0 or something incredible like oh, that. Okay. The, the headline right. will be, truth or Derek, Titans reveal winning secret. Mm. Colin, I got to go against the Colts here. It's a toss-up, really. But two things factor in. The Colts are beat up. Uh, Shaq, Rob, uh, Shaq uh, Leonard, Leonard, the great linebacker, may not play. Quiddy Pay, their best edge rusher, looks like he's out. Uh, DeForest Buckner's banged up. Their, the defense is hurt, and Vrabel has had their number. I know it wasn't pre-Steichen, but a lot of the guys are there from the same uh, unit that the Colts had. They can't stop Henry, and that, that's really the big deal. Um, my problem, though, is betting against Steichen and Richardson's not good. They, they were down 23 nothing last week. I know. And they stormed back to force overtime. This team, you know, we talk about the uh, Arizona Cardinals play hard. 
this Colts team plays hard for Steichen. The, you know, like the New York Giants, they're soft. They don't play hard. They don't play hard for their coach. Man, this Colts team's fun. I think this is going to be a really good game. And Tennessee, we'll see. The Ryan Tannehill rumors last week put to sleep about him going and quarterbacking somewhere else. I like the Titans in a close one. You and I rarely pick the same games. You do it again here. Tomorrow's headlines today, Bengals-Cardinals. So uh, I, I, have a, I have a feeling on this one. Bengals are probably the biggest disappointment so far through four games. Ex- explainable mostly, though. Well, can we blame the calf when he's not on the injury report? I mean, he's, I don't even know if he's missed a play. The headline will be Sir Mixon a lot. I like hut huts, and I cannot lie. Give me Joe Mixon and the Bengals. Listen, this is one of those spots where you can't lose this game if you're Zach Taylor. No, it's, okay? it's a big I know deal. Arizona showed well, but you just can't lose this game. I got this number for you, Colin. Zach, Zach Taylor, alleged great coach. They're outscored 53-19 to 19 in the first half. That's an unprepared team, man. They have zero touchdowns in the first quarter. Like, what are we doing? What are the game plans? Burrow, as you said, clear from the injury report, but likely no T. Higgins. This should be a big run game. And I think Captain Lou Anarumo, uh, shout out to WWE from the 80s. Um, I, I think the defense can do enough to slow Arizona. Arizona's been running hot, man. They've been playing well. And they, also, they don't have a ton of depth, so they're a bad fourth quarter team. Yeah, they run so out of gas. They, yep. uh, they just don't have depth. So Arizona can give you a fight, but they, they just kind of run out of gas late third quarter. And by the way, if the Bengals happen to lose this and fall to one and four, oh boy. their next three games, Seahawks, Niners, Bills. Boo. It's season over. Like, honestly, this is one of these big-time speeches before the game. We can't lose. Burrow needs to stand up. Pound that table. Get the ball to Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase doesn't have a touchdown this season. What's going on? Bengals erupt. I like them this weekend. A rare agreement in a game we both like. Finally, tomorrow's headlines today. I stayed away from it, but it's going to be fun. Cowboys and the Niners in the Bay Area. That game of the week. you got to pick it. Right? Sure. you got to have some skin in the game Sunday night. Long day. You're exhausted. Probably going to... A glass of wine, a mixed drink. What are we doing? Uh, well, beer? I go, nope, no drinking for oh, big ones. 40, okay, Clarity. Right. So um, uh, Cowboys fans think I'm a Dak hater. Not true. The headline will be Christian Mingle. McCaffrey <laughs> matches with Endzone. <laughs> Maybe the greatest graphic in FS1 history. Uh, this is a McCaffrey game, Colin. What do you do against a pass rush that's overwhelming and getting to you? You slow him down with a couple screens. They got Debo Samuel, who, if you noticed last week, Shanahan set this up. Debo had like one target, six yards receiving. Okay. Oh, he's, he's nursing some injuries. Just keep an eye on Debo this week. But McCaffrey's the guy. He really is going heavy to McCaffrey. I, I just don't think this Dallas defense is as good as advertised, right? We know they don't have digs, but I don't care that you shut down Zach Wilson and, and Mac Jones and Danny Loose Change. Like that stuff doesn't impress me. I saw them get shredded on the ground by. Arizona, who ran some interesting stuff. I think Shanahan runs a best stuff for McDaniel in the league. I like the Niners here. I know the Sharps are on Dallas. Give me the Niners. I mean, I think they've scored 30 in a row, nine straight home games. Last nine home games, 9-0 against the spread. This team's a juggernaut right now, and I don't trust McCarthy in a big spot. Sorry. One final note. So all these red zone woes. You know, people want to blame Zeke. We blame Kellen Moore. Somebody else said to me, what about Dalton Schultz? Do you think they miss him in the red zone? Yes. Like, Dalton Schultz, a good, good tight end. Yeah. Five touchdowns last year. And, oh, by the way, Dak Prescott's not running at all. Now, we were on this earlier, remember? Well, Greg Cosell mentioned this with the lower extremity injuries. He's a pocket quarterback now. You take out Dalton Schultz. Zeke's gone, although he lost juice last year. 
This is basically a Tony Pollard C.D. Lamb offense. And Tony Pollard's not a hammer. You, you can't go in there like no. four yards out and expect Tony Pollard no, it, to go into the Niners That's line. why I say if you defend them and you just – now, the Niners don't have great corners, but if, if you have a great corner and you put him on C.D. Lamb, there's nobody that scares you with Dallas. Yeah. Like I, I, my prediction on what's going to happen in this game is that when you face the Niners, you have to make choices. So if Trayvon Diggs was in this game, you could put him on Brandon Ayuk and slow him down. But you have to really concentrate on Kittle, Debo, and McCaffrey. My prediction is Brandon Ayuk without Trayvon Diggs, mm. the Niners. You know, they do a lot of this, look at our right hand, do something with the left. Well, misdirection. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk's become a one, no Trayvon Diggs. My my prediction is San Francisco wins and Trayvon Diggs. Also, Kittle may have to stay in to block mm. for pass protection, so Kittle won't have as big a game. He'll yeah, the be right side of the Niners line, not grading not out great. great. So yeah. you keep Kittle in to block. Brandon Ayuk, they don't have their number one corner. I think that's that to me is... You better right now if you're Dallas. I he's a matchup yeah. problem. One last note: uh, a lot of people, and I think even earlier this week, we talked about the under low scoring game. The last two in the series have been low scoring. I'm going to go ahead and take the over as well. I think both offenses have some success more than Niners, but I'm just telling until the Niners don't score 30, I'm going to think that they're going to put 30 points on you. I, I just don't see Dan Quinn's defense hanging with this 49ers offense, Colin. So I'll go the over and Niners. I think it's right at the number. I'd probably go. And again, if it was four, I'd take Dallas. Thirty to twenty Niners. No, I think it's. I think it's varied to 27, 23, 24, 20. I think the Niners win because I think they get a touchdown at least once in the red zone, and the Dallas Cowboys settled for field goals. Now again, I me, think the, the Dalton Schultz. It was funny. We mentioned this in the off season, and I got Cowboy fans pushed back on Dalton Schultz. It's like we got Jake Ferguson. It's he's okay. a yeah. I mean, Dalton Schultz was. What do you think he's great? We didn't say he's Jason Witten. He's really he was productive. And Dak's not an A, he's a BB plus. Tight ends become very important for young quarterbacks and guys who aren't, you know, even when Mahomes, he relied Brady and Gronk. Uh, a great tight end helps everybody. A good tight end can really help a quarterback, Kirk Cousins, you know, Garoppolo, and I just think they miss him. Yeah. There's a big one in the NFC. Huge. It's basically Eagles. Cowboys and Niners at the top. Lions fourth coming on the outside. Yeah, there you go. All right, we're done for today. Speak for yourself is around the corner. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Have fun. Great game Saturday, Sunday. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.